Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. Uh, it is Saturday, what, December 17th, uh, 2022. Uh, just recording this on an early Saturday morning after last night watching the uh, Lakers go up against the Nuggets and they ended up winning 128 to, or was, well, no, 126 to 108. Um, you know, had a lot of um, news and everything that came up for the for the Dodgers. Um, some rumors that I really liked. Um, I kind of added a little bit of fuel to the fire, if you would, uh, to some of the stuff that I mentioned yesterday about uh, Dansby Swanson. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when it comes down to the Dodgers. Also, as well, we'll be talking about the Raiders. Um, maybe not in that order. We'll kind of switch it up a little bit. Uh, we'll kind of do the opposite of anything. We'll talk about the Raiders first, um, where I am going to be talking or kind of doing a little bit of a preview for tomorrow's game going up against the Patriots. All kinds of storylines when it comes down to all that. You have Josh McDaniels, a former um, assi- or former assistant coach or offensive coordinator with the with the Patriots. You have Bill Belichick. You have Trent Brown on their team. Uh, former Raider, former Patriot, back with the Patriots again. You have all former, you have all kinds of former Patriots on the Raiders uh, the team right now. Uh, you have former Raiders on the Patriots team right now. All kinds of storylines that you can come up with uh, on this one. But I'll just kind of be staying focused more on the on the game itself. Uh, maybe some things to kind of look forward to, as most of us know that it's a really long shot for the Raiders in order to go to make the playoffs at this point. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, I have not wanted to repost it because I kind of think it's a little bit of a joke in my honest opinion. Um, I've kind of let you guys know a little bit, I think, in previous episodes what the Raiders have to do in order to make it to the playoffs or what needs to happen in order for them to make the playoffs. So it's not necessarily what what they need to do, but also as well what other stuff needs to happen that's totally out of their control. But anyways... Just to get off of all that, um, I do just before before we go and start talking about uh, everything here, I do just want to remind everybody that you can find me on Instagram and that you can find me on Twitter as well. It's going to be the same handle. It's West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. Um, you'll find me on there. You can shoot me a, a DM or hit me up with any kind of uh, questions or anything like that that you have. I uh, love to go and get to know my my um, you know my listeners. Love to go and talk to you guys, whether if it's about sports or any of the teams, uh, anything going on in the NFL, NBA, uh, major leagues, whatever the case is. I love to go and talk about it. Um, even if you just want to say hi, um, you know, even if you're telling me that you use the podcast to go to sleep, I really don't care. But um, honestly, uh, just going to get right into the podcast here again, guys. Um, we're going to be talking about the Raiders, uh, previewing the Sunday Sunday's game uh, against the Patriots. Man, oh man, is there all kinds of anticipation when it comes down to this game. Of course, for the Raiders, um, you want to make sure you get a victory because it is at home. You want to go ahead and put on a show for Raider Nation. You want to make sure that you're kind of getting back on track, so to say. Uh, you want to go ahead and put that that stupid game from Thursday night with the, with the Rams totally behind you. You want to go ahead and ignore everything that happened when it came down to all that. Um, in my opinion, that's exactly what I want to do. I almost want to forget that that game even happened similar to like that Colts game. You know, don't want to start um, ripping off band-aids or anything like that or peeling some scabs or anything like that. But uh, it is um, 
it is something that I just really want to look, 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 look in the past or keep that stuff in the past and all that. There is a lot of stuff that we can look forward to as Raider fans. Um, there's been a lot of uh, talks about Darren Waller, about Hunter Redfro being able to make a comeback or coming back to the team and playing again this week. So it'd be nice to maybe see what the team can actually look like once they're actually fully healthy. It'd be nice to go in and see what Josh McDaniels can come up with once his team is fully healthy as well. Um, once he has all his pieces and everything out there. Um, you have a little bit of changes that have kind of happened with the team over these past couple of days or ever since last time that they took the field. Um, Lester Cotton Sr., uh, one of the right guard, one of the guards on the on the offensive line, he has been cut and you kind of understand why. I mean, the dude just kind of fell behind the depth chart and um, with Alex Bars going out, um, it looks like he's not going to be playing alongside with Rocky Asin. Uh, you... Uh, you ended up seeing that the that the Raiders actually ended up signing a guy who was on the practice team of the Broncos. I am not going to try saying his name because, I, one, I know I'm going to butcher it. Um, but uh, keep an eye out. If you see a new name or you see a new guy out there on the offensive line, don't be surprised. Um, it is the new guy that it is a new guy that we just signed off of the practice squad from the Broncos, as I mentioned. Uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, the... Other things here that I just kind of want to mention for maybe for Raider fans uh, to go ahead and keep an eye out for. Um, you have you have Josh Jacobs, you have Devontae Adams, and you have Derek Carr, all all um capable of being able to make some sort of history or, or you know hit some sort of a milestone if you would. Uh, when it comes on to to uh, Devontae Adams, I believe he only needs like a hundred so yards or maybe like eighty something yards. Uh, he'll be one of the uh, one of the few wide receivers alongside with guys like Jerry Rice, Marvin Harrison, uh, Terrell Owens, who, um, you know, wide receivers who have consecutive years with over 1,300 yards, so over 1,300 yards, and I want to say it was four or five consecutive years. Now that, I mean, either way, whether if it's four or five, it's pretty damn impressive. Um, if he keeps it up and he actually has a long time, great career with the Raiders, um, you can definitely expect this guy to be included with other guys like Marvin Harrison, like a Jerry Rice, and guys who have over seven, over eight years of um, having over 1,300 yards. And this guy is this year is leading the league in, um, or tied for leading the league in, uh, in touchdowns as well for a wide receiver with uh, 10, if I'm not mistaken, 10 or 12 now. So, I mean, this guy, I mean, even just as a Raider, people are thinking that he's, um, you know, missing a beat or he's not, um, you know, getting getting the same kind of numbers because it's uh, Derek Carr. But I don't know if people are really looking at this number, at their numbers. Yeah, maybe it might look a little bit different because, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr are different quarterbacks. But you are definitely going to see some of the similar numbers and you're starting to see more and more now. I mean, again, that Rams game was maybe not the best example. But you are starting to see that, at least in some of the other recent games, uh, things have been changing when it comes down to that. Uh, you have Josh uh, Jacobs, who, if he gets another 140-yard game, or if he, um, I want to say, yeah, if he gets another 140-yard game, he's going to be joining guys like um, Damian Tomlinson. Uh, you have a couple other guys like Jerome Bettitz, guys who had multiple 140-yard rushing games. Um, I want to say that was over five games in a season and you have guys like that, that that are thrown into the mix uh at this point if this guy continues on with the type of season that he's going that he is having 
he has the capability of being able to have the most yards rushing for a Raider in history. When you have guys like a, like a Marcus Allen, like a Darren McFadden, who were great running backs, and especially when you talk about a guy like a Marcus Allen, who is this guy's mentor when it comes down to Josh Jacobs. If he's able to go in and have records like that, definitely, definitely impressive when it comes down to it. Uh, the last one, I know a lot of people maybe don't want to hear, but Derek Carr, uh, if he has another 300-yard game, uh, or if I, sorry, if he actually throws another, uh, if he throws 180 yards, he will be another one of the uh, many quarterbacks alongside with like Peyton Manning, uh, who have had 300-yard uh, seasons or 3,000-yard seasons, excuse me, um, for over like four or five consecutive years. Um, he's now in his eighth year. He has been able to go and throw up all these kinds of numbers. Um, he's, I believe, now in one of those categories where he can be in his eighth, eighth season in a row and doing so and joining guys like uh, Peyton Manning, like uh, Matt Ryan, I think was one of them. You know, you have a lot of great quarterbacks included in that list, but it'd be nice to go and see. If I do see it again, I'll, I'll make sure to retweet it or to repost it. Now, the last couple things here um I, I do just want to mention for the raider game just have fun with it hopefully it is a good game and everything guys but just keep an open mind and just um enjoy the game overall uh, i am expecting it to be a victory because the the patriots they besides their defense um you I mean the defense is great but they actually have quite a bit of uh injuries on that side of the ball or that side of the field um, they have a couple key guys out, like a, a defensive tackle is still really questionable if he's going to be playing. And I think they actually want to just hang on to him and maybe keep him, um, you know, healthy overall. You have a couple of their de defensive backs who are out as well at this time who are, you know, again, the same thing. You'd rather just kind of keep them healthy and you'd rather just make sure that you're not going to go ahead and, and um, use, use them up or anything like that throughout the season and, you know, potentially cause further injury. Um, so it is a it is a good opportunity for the Raiders in order to come away with the with the victory on this one and in, in order to uh, add a W to it and I wouldn't say I, I don't want to bring up the playoffs or anything like that or the possibility of them being able to do that you know it is um it is a long shot at this point but we'll see what happens when it comes down to it I just really want to enjoy this game just kind of take it day by day or just week by week if you would. Uh, so that is gonna just kind of do it when it comes down to the uh, to the Raiders. And then speaking of taking things week by week, it is how you have to kind of approach things on the next team that I am going to be talking about when it comes down to the Dodgers. So when it comes down to the Dodgers here, guys, I'm taking everything week by week because with it being the off season, there's not going to be a whole lot of things that are going to be happening. It is going to kind of be a week by week kind of thing. Um, you saw that this week you had quite a bit of no, um, news that came out. Um, you saw that Cody Bellinger finally fin finalized a couple of things when it comes down to him signing with the Cubs. Uh, I, it is a player that I'm going to be missing. I know my wife is going to be missing him and a lot of my other family members and, and well, a lot of Dodger fans that are, that are well, just in general Dodger fans, but a lot of the women uh, or female Dodger fans are going to be missing him. You know, but... Um, you know, maybe maybe even guys too. You know, for whatever the case is, but um, I know a lot of people will definitely miss him when it comes down to it. Um, it would be you know, dude was a rookie of the year MVP uh, champion with us. He had a lot of stuff. He had a lot of um, a lot of growth within within the team. You know, he 
came to us just a you know clean shaven you know little little young kid now is off to playing with the um with the cubs and wish them all the best of luck of course and all that except when it's with the against the dodgers right <laughs> but uh it is it is uh sensitive going to see the guy leave but you understand why sometimes um people just kind of need to change just for change sake um once you once you had a lot of time with the with one organization it just kind of happens especially in baseball happens a lot in sports just all around together uh so i mean um it is uh it is one of those things that does happens but it is sad to say to see happen um i'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people still wearing his jersey i'm pretty um you know i i really encourage a lot of dodger fans i mean i think it's one of the main things that we as dodger fans really appreciate is that when a team when a particular player has um a really great career a really great time or years with an organization and he really gets embraced by the fans i believe that they continue to go in and wear his jerseys i've seen plenty of times from being in dodger stadium uh all kinds of jerseys from former players and people really really like it too you know they they see them and they start talking about the about the times that they seen him play you know while they were at dodger and all this and that you know and they start talking oh how is he doing with the other team that he's doing and this and that you know and it's always oh it'll be nice to have him back you know because it does happen a lot you know andre eth here you have uh matt camp who ended up coming back you have a lot of cases when it comes down to all that so um with that being said though guys um i another uh, big, uh, or I guess uh, some big news that ended up coming up. If I'm, I posted it, I think on my personal page, and I and I need to get better at actually po- posting it on my um my actual uh, podcast page. Uh, so guys, if you guys didn't see it, the Dodgers ended up making a pretty big signing for their starting pitching. Uh, they have signed for a one-year deal. I think it was like 13 million or something like that, maybe a little bit more, uh, for Noah Syndergaard. Uh, this guy is freaking Thor. <laughs> this guy looks like Thor. He's a big dude. Um, you know, kind of what you want in the pitcher overall. Um, he has a really great fastball when it comes down to it um, with some incredible movement. Uh, people like to classify it as a cutter uh, just because of the movement that it has. Uh, he has a great uh, curveball as well that he throws in conjunction with it or that he throws, you know, I guess to to somewhat complement that that fastball he has that ability of being able to go ahead and use those two pitches as his as his knockout punch if you would uh he has a he has a great repertoire when it comes down to it he can always switch it up when when he has a slider going and everything as well um i think it'll be a really great addition for this starting pitching it'll be a really great addition for the team overall uh to go ahead and you know just elevate the team just in general when it comes down to it um you really are impressed with some of the signings or some of the moves that have been happening you're starting to see that things are kind of that things that they're solidifying or that they're focusing on the one main thing that that were that we were kind of liking over this over this past season and that's starting pitching uh, so you definitely hope that um you know with now looking at it you have noah Syndergaard, you have uh, Walker Bueller, once he's back healthy, you have Clayton Kershaw out there as well. Um, you know, again, you, wish, you miss um, Tim Anderson, but it is what it is. Uh, but you ha- um, then you also have Dustin May, you have Tony Gonsolin. You're starting to see it all kind of come together, if you would. Um, so it is going to be interesting to go and see what this team is going to look like or what the starting pitching rotation is going to look like once it's all said and done. The last thing that I did want to mention when it comes down to the Dodgers, 
there has been some reports of Freddie Friedman, you know, kind of doing a little bit of um, recruiting, if you would, for Gansby uh, Swanson. And I think that would be the best way to go, especially if a lot of Dodger fans or a lot of people are maybe thinking that Carlos Correa uh, or Carlos um, Correa is not going to be the um, the end-all be-all or the, the future uh, shortstop for the Dodgers. But it would be nice to go and see Jansby Swanson out there. Maybe even if they can lock him up for a pretty good deal or something like that, or a pretty good extension, it would be really nice because I'm getting sick and tired of seeing some of these um, shortstops that come in, play their one or two years, then they're out of there, and then they get some big old contract. I think it's time that we finally solidify a really good um, you know, shortstop for the Dodgers moving forward. But we'll see what happens when it comes down to all that. I am just hoping that there is a chance that they that they can actually find a way to, you know, get them on to, get them onto the team. So Freddie, keep on doing your thing. Now, guys, with that being said, uh, or to um, you know, before I move on over to the uh, to the Lakers and talk about the the game last night, I did just want to go ahead and just mention um, a fa- uh, or not a Facebook, but an Instagram page that you can take a look at. I'm pretty sure you guys already know which one I'm going to be talking about. If you guys haven't heard it before, it is called Rosie's Designs EST 2022. On um, my on my Instagram and as well on my YouTube, I'll be um, kind of posting. I'll be mentioning them on there or I'll be um, just kind of put, putting a screenshot of the uh, of the Instagram page. So, guys, um, if you guys haven't heard about it, if you guys haven't listened to the podcast before, uh, definitely go ahead and check out the page. It, again, it's called Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Um, you're going to be able to see that there's customized chip bags that my wife makes on there. Um, you'll see that she can make it for any kind of occasion, whether if it's like a, ba- a birthday, baby shower, um, you know, any kind of holiday party or anything like that that you got going on. Uh, you pick the chips that are, you pick the chips that you want if you want if you have anything in particular. Um, if you um, you start working with her on as far as like the design, if you have any pictures or anything like that, or any kind of colors that you want in particular, um, she'll be able to work with you on all that. But um, definitely just go ahead and uh, shoot her, um, check out the page, send her a DM if you have any questions or anything like that, and she'll be happy to go ahead and help you out there. Um, also, myself, um, I even help out as well. <laughs> so if uh, you have any questions or anything like that, definitely feel free to reach out to me if you don't have Instagram or anything like that. Um, so again, just to let you know, the, the page, it's uh, Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Definitely going to check it out, guys. So just to go ahead and wrap up the podcast here, guys, I'm going to be talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. With the Lakers, they were underway going up against the, the Nuggets last night. They ended up beating them uh, 126-108. It was overall a great game. Um, you have some things that you definitely want to go and talk about when it comes down to it. Uh, Unfortunately, AD goes down with a foot injury. Um, he, it looks, I don't know, it looked like it might have been something serious, but at the same time, you don't want to assume, you don't want to go and start panicking or anything like that either. Um, I mean, it really just, you saw that he was um, maybe going through a little discomfort or something like that earlier in the game. And you see that he had to take some time in the tunnel in order to go in and start working on it and see if he's actually able to go in and go out there and play again. Then he saw later on that he was not able to go in a return. Um, he still even had 12 points in the game and all that. Um, you saw that he was working on his passing and everything, you know, when it comes down to AD. Just overall, I mean, um, I think even in his defense, though, that's the area where you really saw that he was um, maybe hurting because there was a lot of times that the Nuggets got um, easy buckets 
and there were times where AD was within the general area, but you didn't see him usually take his um you know his big leaps or anything like that or how he covers ground so easily you know by moving so quickly. You didn't really see that a lot from him, and I think that's where ultimately you got to see like okay something's bothering him, you know something maybe something that foot that ankle whatever the case was. We heard on the on the broadcast or on the TV broadcast that it was a foot. Um, hopefully it is just um, maybe a little sprain, maybe sore or something like that, whatever the case is, and it doesn't take up too much time. Um, I mean, honestly, I was one of the fans maybe as well who thought that the game was totally over at that point. We'll see what um, overall. I mean, we saw that we saw the end result. Um, all kinds of players stepped up big time when it came down to it. Um, Bron did his thing. Uh, LeBron was being LeBron. Did another 30-point game and did just about a little bit of everything. Um, but I really think that between him and Austin Reeves, maybe a couple other players, they really showed that um, if you just move when other people have the basket, you cut, you relocate, you try to free up yourself or whatever for a basket, somebody will find you and somebody will make you or somebody will appreciate you that you actually making that extra effort. And they'll reward you with getting the ball for an easy bucket. LeBron did that multiple times throughout this game. And I, and I think that Austin Reeves and other players are starting to kind of realize that too. And you're starting to see that they're kind of, things are starting to click when it comes down to all that. People are really not, our teams, uh, the, the players are not just standing around waiting for something to happen. You know, they want to make something happen, you know. So it is, um, it is good to go in and see that. I definitely, um, one of the things that I ended up liking big time from the team as an uh, overall uh, Russ did his thing when it came down to it if you guys didn't see Russ's game if you guys didn't see the game uh, Russ ended up with the triple double at the end of it what was it 15 points 12 rebounds or no 12 assists 11 rebounds um, dude was just doing a little bit of everything out there um, I really think he's making himself a really big candidate for um, six man of the year um, I really do think that he has a big chance for or for that um, you know, we'll just have to see if the dude keeps this up. I really think that he has a good fighting chance for all that. I mean, how many six men of the year um, get as many triple doubles or flirt around with triple doubles as much as this guy does? And all the double doubles that he gets with the assist and everything as well. You know, so it is definitely going to um, definitely great to go in and see rest when it comes um, doing well, when it comes down to all this and really embracing that role coming off of the bench and still providing a really big punch for the team, you know, so. Uh, definitely, again, definitely great to go and see all that. Uh, you had Austin Reeves out there who was still, still doing his thing. Uh, dude just does a little bit of everything, as I mentioned, as well with him. Um, I, I really can't ask much more for the guy. I mean, uh, the dude, if he just continues to go in and just work on his game and just continues to grow, um, that's all you really can ask for. I mean, I think the guy has grown so much in just a little bit of time that he's been with the team. Uh, but he's really one of those kind of guys similar to like a Caruso that he elevates you know whatever opportunity his stars or the main players end up creating you know so it is uh, definitely a great guy to have around the team and everything when it comes down to all that the um uh, last couple of players that i really wanted to mention here uh thomas bryant you have him 21 points dude ended up coming up big time once ad ended up going out with that foot injury um i mean what can you ask i mean the dude had uh, those ACL injuries uh, to his knee. Um, he fought back, got back into shape, and look at the guy now. He's ended up doing a little bit of everything, too. He was great at rim running. He was great at trailing. He was great at running the floor. 
um, really active on the boards. Um, um, six six boards and everything as well, but still very active all the time when it came down to it. Um, he even got a couple three pointers up, um, so you got to even see all aspects of, the, of his game. And um, honestly, it was one of the things that we were waiting for as Laker fans because we all knew the capability of Thomas Bryant. We all knew that he was a big guy, really athletic, and who can run the floor, get some easy buckets. And then later on, he started developing that three-point shot. So that's another thing that I think we're all looking forward to. A big man who can shoot a three-pointer, who can kind of help out, work alongside with uh, ED. And then, uh, you know, it just it, things didn't really work out that way. You know, but... Uh, Hopefully with this emergence of him and him showing that he can actually get the job done and he's still working hard and still looking forward to, uh, you know, being a big impact on this team overall. Uh, you got to go in and see that and you really, really appreciate it. I think it, now you have some other stuff to work with. Hopefully, again, AD is not out for too long and you can build off of that. Maybe you can have a, a too big lineup when it comes down to those guys. You know, so you get to go in and see what happens with all that. But again, um, all kinds of things that we, I mean, first, we just need to wait and see what happens with AD. I think we should have a better understanding of it by tomorrow. I believe they go up against, uh, I believe they play again tomorrow or on Sunday. Uh, so we'll see again what happens with all that, guys. But um, again, Lakers ended up winning 126 to 108. Uh, kind of getting rid of that uh, horrible taste in our mouth from that Celtics game. Or in my opinion, I think we should have definitely gone in the game. But it is what it is when it comes down to it, guys. Again, they made up for you on this one, having a really great victory against the Nuggets. It was 126 to 108. Uh, but that is going to do it for this game, for, for this uh, for this game, uh, for this podcast here, guys. I felt like I kind of went on a little bit longer since I ended up talking about all three teams. But I'll talk to you guys again on uh, Monday, most likely. I'll, I'll let you guys enjoy your weekend and hope you guys have a good one. But until next time, guys, take care. Love, um, say you say you love one. Um, say to your loved ones that you love them. Have a good weekend. Be safe, everybody out there, especially with the holidays. But take care. Peace.